Let's go. Let's go. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. You Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Welcome back, Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Over the past hour, Trent and I have been watching a replay of Iowa State in Kansas. That one got out of hand, as we knew it did. Yeah. We switched over, and Trent's found the Penn State Iowa game uh, from September of last year, just heartbreaking fashion. We're not at that point yet, but we know what's coming. Yes. Um, Shaquan Barkley. It was he was unreal in that game. But where I want to go with you is because this was my take going back to the draft, right? That the Giants are making a mistake if they don't take a quarterback. We went round and round. We about did, that one. and Shaquan Barkley played on what night? Do you play this week? Thursday? Was it whatever night? I think it was Thursday. Had that big run, first play, first play from scrimmage, and then Sam Darnold got his chance on Friday night. I'm gonna regret right. not taking a quarterback. I think so. Huh? It's a quarterback. Eli Manning's thirty-seven. He is. Um. Anyways, so you think Sam Darnold's going to be a star? Starting to, yeah. You're buying the New York media hype. Well, I bought the Denver Bronco media hype, and look right, where it got me. Right. No, just from watching him, and I know he's he was in against. He was the third Teddy Bridgewater, by the way. Did you see anything on him? I did yeah. He was great again preseason. I'm getting too carried against away. The twos and threes. Sure. And and well, he might have been against the ones to begin because McCown played one series before they went to okay. Teddy. So Teddy, uh, look, Teddy, Teddy's going to he's going to be wearing a different uniform when the season rolls around. I think they can get something for him. Well, and there's teams out there that look, and I root for one of them. I mean, Case Keenum, my God. <laughs> the wait, reason wait, why wait. the there's a reason why the Vikings said, you know what, we really don't need you. We're going to go find somebody else. What preseason game? Now you're out. <laughs> you get a first down. I, there, there's nothing I enjoy more than seeing you as a fan of your teams, yeah. Jets in hockey, Broncos in football, because at our day-to-day, Hawkeye Cyclones. You're, yes. You're down the middle. Right. You you're, you look at things without any kind of angle at all. Mm-hmm. I have my Hawkeye angle. I mm-hmm. know it. You have clear eyes. Mm-hmm. Full heart can't lose. Right. Miller. Right. But then when you're talking about your teams, and you are so up and down, you are the the people you make fun of on Twitter and the message board. You are that person. You realize that, right? Well, probably. But you know what? I can get away with it because the Jets or the well, the Broncos moved the needle a little bit. Look, by the way, um, since you brought them up and it wasn't me, the NBC Sports uh-huh. came out with their hockey schedule. I I didn't click today. on that one. I did, uh-huh. and. My squad, who's never been on national TV down here, yeah, they were one year, I think, but it's been three years. Got five games this year. What does that mean? There's a lot of people that like the Jets. There's a lot of folks paying attention to the good guys. Anyways, that, uh, let's move on from that. But back to the Broncos for just one second. I was really impressed with the Vikings. That yes. was my takeaway from that game, Trent. Well, uh, as you know, I live with a Vikings fan mm-hmm. and. We uh, got home a little late, so we went back and restarted it from the beginning in the DVR. And, and like you say, bang! <laughs> Paul Allen's yes. first call. The, the boom to kick boom, it off. Boom, boom, not bang, boom. Here we go, the Vikings first. See mm-hmm. you. Boom! And then he, they're really good. And mm-hmm. I was leaning towards maybe going with the Packers to win the division. I, I am Making I, a mistake. You know I'm down on the Rams. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be a regression there. 
I think there'll be a little regression out of the Eagles. I don't think we see regression out of the Vikings. No, I don't either. I think they upgraded a quarterback, and I didn't want to believe it. But Best after watching— team in the NFC, I'm willing to go there right now. Hmm. Best team in the NFC. So that would see you. So you've got the Eagles uh, with the arrow pointing down. You mm-hmm. just admitted that. You don't like the Rams. So if you don't like the Rams to be as good, who do you like in the West? I, Niners? I, I tried to go through that exercise. And in fact, I was trying to figure out a case for the Arizona Cardinals. It was a long shot that we really? mentioned a while ago. Mm-hmm. The more digging that I've done, though, yeah. I, I can't. David Johnson looks good. Yes, he does. Did you see, did you see him? I did. Was it Thursday night? No, he was Friday, uh, night. Friday or Saturday. Saturday, I yeah, think. Yes, yeah, I watched that late Friday. He's going to be good, but there's just nothing around him. Bradford, uh-uh. you can't hope that he's going to be healthy. They're probably going to win the division, but they're not going to win the division at 12-4, and 13-3. It might be a 9-7 and seven type mm-hmm. of year. What about the, the Saints? Comeback? After, last year, they started 0-2, won mm-hmm. those eight in a row. They were a lot better defensively during that run, but then at the end of the season, they kind of look like the Saints again, right? Breeze offensively, they're putting up points, but that defense all of a sudden regressed back to mm-hmm. kind of what we expect. And I don't know who I like in that division. I had the the Vi- they had the Vikings beat. They did, yeah. I don't like Carolina. I did some digging on them. They got a lot of breaks yeah. last year. Atlanta? I, probably. That's probably mm-hmm. where I'm leaning now. Tampa Bay, not ready for prime time. <laughs> I, I fall into that trap too much. Have to stay away from the Tampa trap. Yeah, I do it's too. Got me a lot. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll see. And we get hard knocks tomorrow. We do uh, episode number two, so we will uh, look, certainly look With forward some to that. Football coverage. Uh, yes, there will be. Yeah. Absolutely, there will be. So, uh, real quick here, because we got Mitch Holtis coming up. Um, mm-hmm. Just kind of um, picking up on what we ended with Zubin on, on the Big Ten. Um, the whole the Maryland ESPN dot com reporting that. Larry Nasser gets sentenced this year. Two scandals at Ohio State, a football scandal, a wrestling scandal. Got a guy dying at Maryland. The cover's up there, the cover up there, the what went on in that program. Um, this conference has taken some arrows, Trent, over the specifically this year. Well, you mentioned Michigan State and Nasser, but the basketball program's been under fire with Izzo. Football program and Izzo's been under fire for some of his comments yes. regarding that uh, scandal with Nasser. D'Antoni, I mean, think of how many. Uh huh. He played Chris Rucker right after he got out of prison. Mm-hmm. A couple days later, against Iowa because, mm-hmm. well, the the team voted on that. Right, just, right. As a whole, who decided this, to bring it up for vote? Is this a Big Ten problem, or well, is this certain- just? Everything kind of we talked about Iowa football. Law of averages was how I described Iowa football. Everything happened. If you really looked into the programs in the SEC, the ACC, Mm -hmm. the Big Twelve, the Pac twelve, you'd see the same things. It just so happens that during this Carolyn period, that's what I would chalk it up to. I wasn't quite. I, I have concerns about the Iowa angle. More than this is a Big Ten problem. You know, the Iowa, and hats off to him. We're going to have to talk to Scott Dockerman about this. Because who did we talk to Friday? Was it Kaker? Because Tom was headed to media day, and we asked him, oh, yeah. you know, if the four guys that aren't going to play in the first game, are they going to be available? Or or will Iowa do like what they normally would have done seemingly, right? I mean, yes. I'm not making this up uh, in years past that those guys wouldn't be available. And, you know, you'd have to, um, you know, unfortunately bring it up after a game because that's the only chance to get them. Hats off to the Hawkeyes for putting those guys on front street, making them accountable uh, with a camera in front of them for their indiscretions. I, I, quite honestly, Trent, that was refreshing. Surprising, and I think all the guys handled it very well. Absolutely. I listened to a lot of those interviews, and 
from Brady Reef, you know, bonehead decision. Tristan Wirfs was very upfront about mm-hmm. it. I thought he handled it incredibly well. Lyric Jackson seemed a little bit more uncomfortable. He is not he's not the same kind of wordsmith though as those other guys. You know, Wirfs is very glib, you know, outgoing mm-hmm. kind of kid. Same thing with Reef. You don't get that from Jackson, but they're all there. They're all answering the questions and and you're right. Good to see Good to see Iowa not I was surprised. the walls of Fort Kenny. Yeah, absolutely. We'll talk to Mitch Holtis on the other side as we continue on here. Scott Dockerman, bottom of the hour. Trent and I until 2, 1700 KBGG. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. Hey guys, Trent Condon back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, give it away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515 515- 650-1358. That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. Suicide prevention starts with everyday heroes like you. Join us on Sunday, September the 16th at DMAC Campus in Ankeny as we walk to fight suicide and raise awareness about mental health. Be a part of a movement turning hope into action and create a culture that's smart about mental health. Funds raised at the walks will benefit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. You can find out more by going to AFSP.org. Sponsored by Grapes from California. From farm families to your family, Grapes from California are grown with care. They're healthy and they make the whole family happy. So grab a bunch at High V. Grapes from California. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations. We overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. 
This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back to the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I until 2. Scott Dockerman, bottom of the hour, began his week in Ames, Iowa State Media Day, finished his week in Iowa City uh, for the Iowa Media Day and kids practice. Right now, let's talk some NFL, more NFL. Mitch Holtus is the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. He joins us. Mitch, you said it was going to be a very active weekend for practice as the guys got back into it. I'm assuming it was. How are you? Doing okay, yeah, Ken. It was very active. In pads, I just completed a practice in pads, Sunday pads, Saturday pads, so it has been no let-up. The negative to that is uh, Leray Duvernay-Sardif was injured yesterday, did not practice today. Um, Some updates coming. Xavier Williams was out, the nose tackle, but he came back today. That was good news. But it's been, uh, been, as I told you the last week and a half, this is, kind of as old school as you get, because Andy Reid has decided to use a lot of his padded practice here in the last seven to eight days, and the game included. Yeah, I'm just looking at Twitter. There's a little uh, Shane Kaiser from the Kansas City Stars got a picture of a little dust-up between Andrew Wiley and Jarvis Jenkins that time of year. Uh, So apparently Mm -hmm. the boys are doing some hitting. But uh, one of the guys that isn't is Eric Berry, who uh, missed practice, I think, again today, Mitch. Is this precautionary with him? Yes, it's all precautionary, and uh, didn't play in the game. Not sure what Andy will do with him for Friday night at Atlanta. I would assume he won't play again, probably play him against Chicago some the following week. But, again, it's all precautionary. And just kind of, again, he's rehabbing Achilles. It was Mm -hmm. for a year, almost close to a year. So they're just taking it easy on him. When he's been out there, he's been fine, great, actually. Another guy I'm sure they're probably keeping a pitch count on, if you will, Mitch, is Sammy Watkins. And we mentioned the hip injury Mm -hmm. from a week or so back. But you're working with a a second-year quarterback, a guy that's going to be starting really for the first time, though he got that one start at the end of the year last year. How much is timing important? And though you don't want a guy like Sammy Watkins taking a lot of hits, you got to get that timing down, too. Yeah, and actually in the last – it's a great question, Trent, because the last two days – they have really started to work more with uh, Mahomes and Sammy Watkins. So I think, again, Watkins has been around, but he hasn't been around Mahomes a lot. Uh, But the fact that uh, he was targeted more today and yesterday, I think, tells me and answers that question that they're trying to get that timing down with him. Mitch, another guy I want to get your perspective on. I know we got some audio set up here. Is Chris Jones, uh, consistency is a word I know that's been thrown around a lot about Jones. Well, here's the deal with Chris Jones. And this week I'm going to feature guys who, if in Jones's case, people know who he is. That if the Chiefs are going to take another jump up uh, with an ultra-hard schedule and they're going to win the division a third straight time and make a run in the postseason, who's going to be either you don't know about who's taking a jump or guys you know that have to take a jump in their careers. 
And to me, at the top of the list is Chris Jones. When he plays, he is as good as there is in the National Football League. Um, but last year, it was just in bunches. When he got a sack, the Chiefs were 5-0. and But during their 1-5 and swoon, he didn't make a mark. He didn't scratch a mark at all. So, anyway, the it's a matter of him being more consistent. Now, he has been really consistent in this camp. He had another great day today. So it's not like, hey, he flashes on Monday, and then you don't see him again until Friday. And I ask him about it, and a lot of it has to do with him growing up, but understanding how he relates to his teammates, but then also getting in better condition. Yeah, it's about holding each other accountable. We got a lot of young guys here, and uh, every, we got, everybody got to be held accountable. You and everybody around you. So um, this is the standard that we want to have it in D line. You, I know you talked about it during spring, uh, being more consistent. What have you done to try to be more consistent this year? You know, I dropped my weight. I made sure that uh, I look at my practice film, making sure that um, I execute the defense and just ball out, play hard. Okay, here's the deal. He had eight and a half sacks last year. Three and a half were in one game against Philadelphia. He single-handedly wrecked Carson Wentz and that Eagles team. Three and a half sacks, two passes deflected, an interception. I said he's got a Buck Buchanan body. Now if he just learns how to play like the late Buck Buchanan, honestly, guys, the Chiefs have a Pro Bowl caliber talent in Chris Jones. Mm, very interesting. Give us, uh, speaking of defense, Ben Neiman, we talked about him last week. Uh, what's his weekend been like? Really good. He's he's not moved back. I mean, he continues to kind of push forward. Actually spent some time with him. I'm going to feature him later in the week. Had a very good visit with him, and you're going to be interested to hear what he says. Uh, but he's starting to pick up confidence now and realizing he's got a real shot. It, 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 this is the horse that's the 100-to-1 long shot yeah. in the Preakness, and here he comes up the rail. That's Ben Neiman, and he did not disappoint today. Now it's just where does he fit in? So it's not just about him. It's about the rest of the linebacking crew and really the rest of the roster and then what he can do on special teams. But he now becomes, and not just because I'm talking to you guys, is at least one of the top three stories of intrigue in this camp right now. You know, uh, another one that's intriguing for a different reason is Daniel Sorensen, who did such a nice job last year helping out in those safety positions after the injury to Barry. Had an injury, and it sounds like the news over the weekend. Not great, not disastrous, not out for the year, but not the uh, report you wanted to hear back on Sorensen. What's the latest you're hearing? Well, you've got the latest now, but it, it kind of got progressively worse. My, uh, I saw it happen. I told you it was right in yep. front of me, and I thought, well, this isn't good. But it didn't look, it didn't look terrible. And then I thought, well, you know, okay, some maybe knee issues, and Dan's as tough a guy as the Chiefs have. And then they said meniscus cliff. Well, then all of a sudden now it's broken tibia, right? It's, it's shin bone. And so it's going to be uh, a while. I mean, I thought maybe chance to even play this regular season opener now. I don't know. I mean, they're speculating, but, you know, anything from two to four of the regular season and hopefully not beyond that. Uh, he's a weapon now. This, this, this isn't just, oh, okay, who's the next man up? Uh, this will be difficult to figure, and it's going to have to be scheme and personnel, but it's, it's a blow. I don't mind telling you. Uh, Mitch, my last thing is, uh, you know, this week we're seeing a lot of teams practice against each other and then play their game, you know, at the, at the end of their, of their week. We, we're seeing um, uh, there's, there's probably 10 or 12 of those teams that are doing that right now. What's Andy Reid's feelings on doing that? Is that something that he, you know, he's open to doing it if he can find the right partners? Everybody's different. How does it come about and how does Andy Reid look at that opportunity? 
Good question, Ken. Sixth year I've been with him. He's never done it here. Never done it. Tells me he doesn't really like to do it. Um, I think he realizes that there's just too much to work on. And some, I've been involved in those, like the previous regimes. I mean, all going to, so Andy's been here six. I've been this 25. So my previous, whatever, 20 years, we always did it. We did it in, uh, we did it against the Vikings. We were in River Falls. Uh, he used to do it against, we did it against the Cardinals here one year, but he, he's just not into it. I mean, the preseason games for that, he, he would rather, I mean, there's no day wasted with him. And sometimes when you go against the other team, you can kind of waste it because you're not really doing things that you want to work on. You have to, what's the other team want to work on? And I just think Andy's kind of wants to hog his time as much as he's got these guys. You uh, talked about the concussion to uh, Duvenet Tardif. Did you, uh, I don't remember if we talked about this, Mitch. Did you want to see the doctor on the back of that uniform after the NFL said no way to uh, putting that DR on there? I think it's one of the greatest stories the NFL has. I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, he's a medical doctor. His first three years of the league, he was in medical school (laughs) and trying to be an NFL football player. we got enough other stories, right, that everybody gets – you have a medical doctor that's playing right guard on your football team that's in the National Football League. He's become a poster child. And and can I kid you sometimes, but the Canadians need to be really proud of him. Mm-hmm. We have people here from McGill University today visiting camp. Nice. One, um, we have three Canadians on our team, but they're in. You know, there's real interest in what Duvernay Tardif is. It's a growing story. Just. I kind of know why they did it. They don't want he hate me, and you open that up. But I, I would think, doctor, if if you want to put it, something on your jersey, like I don't know, whatever X nine to the third. Well, are you in medical school? Did you complete your medical degree? I would think that'd be enough of a <laughs> a, a caveat there that that would be a discriminating factor. Well, Tom Donaldson's not a medical doctor, but he's got his doctorate in, in pizza. Uh, tell us about him, Mitch. Yeah, and the doctor in benevolence too. I mean, I love those guys and what they do. Uh, throughout the whole state of Iowa, and this is their 22nd birthday. I love doing these reports at this time of year because it's always their birthday time. And he's got this, you can get a free two-liter uh, when you ask him about the special that they have uh, with the large pizzas they've got. Go to papajohns.com or check it out. But it's always fun this time of year to celebrate the Donaldson's birthday in Iowa. So uh, love being associated with them and with you guys. Good stuff, Mitch Holtis. Thank you. Appreciate it. Talk to you tomorrow. Mitch Holt is the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. So the Sorensen thing, I missed that, Trent. Glad you brought that up. Uh, That's more serious than you would have thought because he's a starter. He is. So it is a torn meniscus, MCL injured, but the biggest one, tibial plateau fracture. Mm. Six weeks, best case scenario. Certainly going to miss the beginning of the regular season. that. Beginning of that regular season is at Chargers, at Steelers, home to Niners, at Broncos, home to Jacksonville, at Patriots. Holy mackerel, that's not fair. Safety depth. We don't see a ton of trades. You look behind him, though, it's incredibly young. If there's a time to make a move, probably at the safety position, you think that? And you have to have a little more assurance with Eric Berry. Mm Mm-hmm. Because who's not practicing. Right. And I know that they're erring on the side of caution, and yes. that's good. Um, but this is a heel injury, and the heel injury was there prior to the Achilles being blown. And the Achilles. Think of, now, this is more of a basketball thing, but think of Kobe Bryant, the, probably the most famous Achilles injury. But guys coming back from that, it's an incredibly mm-hmm. difficult mm-hmm. 
what is he actually going to be? I, I think that's hugely concerning right now. If you're a Chiefs fan, safety depth. And there's no draft right now. No, there's not. So maybe we can see a couple of trades in that division because they need a safety and Denver right. needs Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, Make it happen. Oh, look at you. Look at you. Yeah, they signed the wrong former Viking QB. <laughs> they was right there under their nose. Teddy Bridgewater looked good on, on Friday night. I, you know what? I find myself rooting for him, Trent. I really do. Yeah. It was so devastating, yeah. that injury. And uh, his light bulb as, as a Viking starter was just starting to go on. Right. And missed all of 2016, played at the end of 2017 sparingly. It's been a long time, and he finally got his chance uh, on Friday night. Trent and I will be back with Scott Dockerman, Iowa State and Iowa coverage from Dockerman at The Athletic. He's next, 1700 KBGG. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu, made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. The Heritage Carousel will continue to be open to the public on Saturdays and Sundays through mid-October. The carousel opened in 1998 and rides for 50 cents for kids. Rides today are still just 50 cents for kids. For more information on times, days, and how to rent the carousel, please go to our website at heritagecarousel.org or find us on Facebook. The Heritage Carousel is owned and operated by the Des Moines Carousel Foundation and is a not-for-profit organization. Napa know-how. Right now, Prestone Coolant is just $12.99 at Napa. Its temperature-controlling formula helps keep your engine cool, or as the kids say, chill. But don't worry, Prestone Coolant won't start calling you dude or crash on your couch. It'll just keep your engine cool for an affordable price, just $12.99. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores. Offer expires 8 31 Knock some projects off your to-do list without having to do them yourself. Every day, over 8,000 homeowners turn to the Home Depot's home services to help install garage doors, HVAC units, windows, bathroom models, nearly any home improvement project. All done by licensed local pros backed by the Home Depot. It's the smartest way to get from to-do to done. Schedule an appointment today at homedepot.com slash home services. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. For license information, visit homedepot.com slash license numbers. Not available in all states. Thank you for calling Reese and Irvies, the future of frozen yogurt. Um, are you the robot people? <laughs> Reese and Irvies Froyo robots? Yes, ma'am. Our Froyo robots serve seven different flavors of delicious frozen yogurt with up to six delicious toppings all within 60 seconds. We place our robots all over the country. Malls, theaters, theme parks, almost anywhere people want an amazing treat. It's the future of frozen yogurt. And you sell these robots? That's right. Whether you're looking for a full or part-time turnkey business, Reese and Irvy's Froyo Robots are available as a unique franchise opportunity across the United States. And how do I find great locations for my robots? Well, actually, we do that for you. Your robots go into high-traffic, secured locations, engage with customers daily, deliver amazing Froyo experiences to customers, and you collect the profits. They work so you don't have to. Well, I definitely want my own Froyo robots. How do I get them? It's easy. Just go to FroyoFranchising.com and enter promo code 4646. That's FroyoFranchising.com, promo code 4646. Locations are going fast, so don't wait. 
Again, that's FroyoFranchising.com, promo code 4646. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty is a full-service residential realtor serving all of Central Iowa. She specializes in new construction, relocation, acreages, single-family, and condo townhouse sales. Stephanie Goodhue, a buyer's agent and a seller's agent, along with a member of the National Association of Realtors and the Des Moines Area Association of Realtors. Let Stephanie provide a free market analysis if you're considering selling your home. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty. She will lead you home. Walk to prevent suicide. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and participate in an out-of-the-darkness community walk. Register for a walk near you at outofthedarkness.org. Suicide takes an enormous toll on families, friends, co-workers, and entire communities. Walk to raise awareness. Walk to raise funds for research, education, advocacy, and programs to support people impacted by suicide. Walk to save lives. Go to outofthedarkness.org today. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Hey guys, Trent Condon back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, giving away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515 515- 650-1358. That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Welcome back. It's our final segment of the day. Thanks to Mitch Holtis for talking a little Chiefs football. Uh, More of that uh, throughout the week. Right now, Scott Darkerman. He began last week in Ames with their uh, media day. He finished the week in Iowa City. A couple of visits over there. Media day on Friday and then the... uh, uh, the practice uh, kids day on Saturday and Doc joins us. Of course, you can read Scott Dockerman at The Athletic if you haven't already done so. It is well worth the, what, three bucks or two ninety nine, whatever it is, uh, for a subscription base. Uh, it's more than just college sports. It's every single one of the sports. It is the future of where we'll go to read our favorite sports writers. And one of them joins us. Doc Trenton, Ken, how was your weekend? 
hey, it was good, it was busy, but that's a good thing. We're finally into football season, and I can't wait. I'm with you, my friend. Well, let's go back to last week, as the Athletics sent you over to uh, Ames to cover Media Day there. They don't have a full-time reporter at this point, and you're kind of wearing both hats, at least on occasion, which should work out well for Cyhawk Week, etc. But, you know, you made your way over to Media Day. Uh, Maybe one or two of your takeaways from that before we get a little bit more uh, detailed what you saw with the Cyclones. Give us a takeaway or two from your visit to Ames last week. You know, I think uh, just from meeting some of the players face-to-face on a more of a casual basis, I suppose, on, on media day, I mean, you really can understand the physical uh, traits that they have that will make them very successful. I mean, I, I think Ray Lima was one guy that you know, I'd heard a lot about. I hadn't really met him before and, and just talking to him, but then also just noticing, wow, this guy's not only big, but he's, you know, got a, you know, he's a big and physical looking. I was really impressed with him. And then also with uh, Hakeem Butler. I mean, I, you know, everything to me screams Plaxico Burris when I see mm. him. So um, I, I really, uh, and I'm, I th- I'll tell you what, kind of the mood and the tone that I got from the, from the players and the coaching staff is very positive, and, uh, but not over the top. And I think that's really important for a program like Iowa State, which uh, in the past has been prone in my opinion, to, to wild fluctuations of, of uh, happiness and sadness, that if you have that consistent approach, that'll keep you, even if through a loss or two, you can still maintain kind of that focus. And that's probably one of the first times I've seen that out of Iowa State uh, since I've been over there, and I haven't been over there a lot. But, but from what I've seen, I think it's, they look more consistent, ready-made, and not necessarily, uh, you know, we're going to be great or, or things are terrible. I think they look like they have a really good mood over in Ames. The nation's most underrated fan base, and uh, I saw some people coming after you on Twitter, Doc. Hawkeye fans, you're the Hawkeye guy at the Athletic. They didn't seem to like that very much. <laughs> no, and I got it the other way, too, because I've written <laughs> stuff that a lot of Iowa State fans have taken issue with, and so they're like, I can't believe you wrote that. I don't know if I want to read it. You know, uh, But, uh, you know, I, I think it's a fair uh, assessment, um, when you look at Iowa State and uh, the lack of consistent success the programs had over more than 100 years, that I, I think in the fact that they still have people showing up, I mean, 45 consecutive games with an attendance exceeding 50,000, that's rare. I mean, you, you don't get that in half of the Big Ten communities anyway. And, and that's, you know, you don't get that at Wisconsin, or I mean, I'm sorry, at Minnesota or, or Northwestern or Purdue or any of those schools. So I think that's really impressive. And the fact that Iowa State was only 16-29 and 29 in those games really goes to show you that it's, uh, you know, it's more than just the game, and they're a very loyal fan no base. Question. So I think people need to realize that, that you know, when you're getting 60,000 people at a game for a team that wins eight games a year, and that's a high watermark, I mean, I think they need to have a new respect for Iowa State. I mean, you know, remember, what was it, seven, eight years ago, we're talking about realignment quite mm-hmm. a bit whether Iowa State gets left out. But when you see a team that's consistently drawing like that, whether or not they're good, you've got to respect it. And you've got to understand that, that this is not just a, uh, you know, some hayseed you know, university. You know? I mean, they're, and, once, and, and I think Jamie Pollard hit the nail on the head. You know, can you imagine what this fan base would do if they go to a Fiesta Bowl or the Cotton Bowl? Mm-hmm. Um, it would be out of this world. And so I think people really are, are captivated by that. By that type of story. I, I know it's not your first opportunity to uh, to hear from Ma- Matt Campbell, but uh, what impressed you about Iowa State's head coach from your visit last week? 
just how his message is so consistent. And, uh, you know, again, I, I remember with Paul Rhodes so many different times that, you know, and, and he, it was just his personality, I think, that was engaging at times, but I think it was a detriment at times because when you uh, kind of live on the, you know, when your pants on fire, sometimes, it, it, you know, you tend to get burned. And I think in, in Matt's case, uh, you know, that he, you can see the optimism there, that he likes the way his program is, is developed, but it's also not reached the level that he hopes it can. And, and so there's a, just that underlying message of, of getting better. I mean, we hear that a lot from Kirk Ferentz, and I think that's part of the reason why Iowa, is, even on its bad years, wins seven games. Uh, because it has that consistent message, and, and Matt Campbell certainly brings that. He's got a good persona, commands the room, um, doesn't get too high or too low, and I, I think that's important for a head coach because at times um, there's going to be stressful situations, and and you need to steady the ship. And in the past, you know that ship has sunk for Iowa State, whereas I don't think it will with Matt Campbell. Will this be a one-off, Doc? Are we going to see you in Ames a lot more? And Maybe when we fast forward through football season, get to basketball, and if I was to be disappointing again, could we see uh, a lot more over at Hilton Coliseum? <laughs> well, there's a lot of uh, questions there that are probably a little bit above my pay grade, but <laughs> I, what I will say is, uh, you know, I, I enjoyed my time in Ames. Um, I'm not sure how many times I'm going to get there. I'm still primarily the Iowa writer, uh, but I imagine I'll write some about the Cyclones, and um, and I hope to, because I think that that's a, it's a fan base that's sometimes underserved at the national level. And I, I would hope to bring those stories and, and really, uh, you know, because there are some good ones. I mean, David Montgomery's as good of any running back in the country. Keen Butler, I think, was going to explode on the scene. And, you know, and some of the other defenders, I think, are going to be really good. So, yeah, I'd like to be able to do more. And as for basketball, that's still going to be remains to be seen, whether how much I do viable basketball, let alone Iowa State. So we'll, we'll let that just uh, Scott Docterman from The Athletic is our guest. Well, Doc, let's uh, move forward in the week, and let's start with Friday. Iowa holds their media day on Friday. First opportunity to talk to a lot of uh, guys that were off limits last year due to restrictions that uh, Iowa puts in place regarding their freshmen. A.J. Epinesa certainly seemed to have as big a crowd around him, at least early in media day. Uh, give us a uh, takeaway or two from uh, the, your, your Friday uh, with the Hawkeyes. I really enjoyed talking to the younger players, and, and I did that you know, when Bobby LeJess and I were with Land of Ten. We used to do these uh, tours, uh, Next Generation features, where we'd go and interview you know, some of the incoming players, and I really enjoyed the ones I met with, uh, you know, Brandon Smith, Gino Stone, A.J. Epineza, and you know, I know Bobby did as well with some of those other um, players, so it was a good chance to kind of catch up with them. But, you know, I, I liked them when I first met them, and, and nothing has, has told me that there's any difference in them. I mean, they seem to really, um, you know, fit the profile of what, what Iowa wants, you know, the kind of the, you know, hardworking guys, but also, uh, you know, good personalities and good character. And, and uh, with Brandon Smith, you know, he's still a little bit quiet personality-wise, but, you know, he's really, uh, you know, you could see the, the you know, improvements that he's been making to his body, and it showed up a little bit um, on the field on Saturday. Uh, Amir Smith-Barset is so engaging. I mean, just really a a fun person to talk to and interview, and he's had some, you know, I don't know if it's adversity is the right word, but certainly some setbacks regarding his cell phone and what have you, and he was could not have been more fun to talk with. And A.J. Epineza just has a, a, a personality that that's really 
way beyond his years. I mean, he's so mature in the how he talks and and uh, you know, and of course, his body is, is way more mature than most kids his age as well. So I really thought it was it was a, it was fun, frankly, to talk to a lot of those younger guys because they are really the the heartbeat of this program, not only for this year but into the future. And getting a chance to talk to Matt Hankins, you know, starting cornerback, mm-hmm. people over, uh, overlook him a little bit, and I don't know why, but uh, you know, he's becoming an ascending player. It's just, um, I think it's uh, it's a good thing for this program because they've only got 13 seniors, and only uh, I think six or seven of them originally came as scholarship guys. It's uh, an interesting mix here, and it feels like there's a lot of top end talent, but. It's not a top-end talent that are seniors, a lot of sophomores, juniors, I think that people are excited about. Fast forward to Saturday, let's get into what you saw, some of the takeaways that you had. And from reading your reports and others, Doc, it sounded like normally the defense is so far ahead, it's it's difficult to take a lot away. At least at time, the, the offense maybe humming along pretty well? It looked like it was in decent shape, and that's, as you mentioned, that's, really difficult to see sometimes this time of year. I've seen years, I remember 2008 specifically, when Sean Green returned to the team, and uh, it looked dreadful. I mean, they looked like they had no idea what they were doing on offense, mm-hmm. and uh, the defense was so much better. And that's pretty much true every year, but, but really that year stands out. Um, and then, you know, a year and a half ago in the spring, it was kind of the same way that, that spring game. But I think what I saw on Saturday was, a unit that knew what it was doing. You know, I mean, the running backs, you know, were able to make plays. The quarterback, you know, Nate Stanley, uh, is so much better than he was a year ago. He knew where to hit his spots. He looked more uh, just, uh, you know, relaxed in the pocket and really find his guys. And and so I think they were, uh, you know, they were miles ahead of where they were last year. I'll reserve judgment to say if they were any good or not, but uh, but they looked better to me. They looked like they have three competent running backs, four good receivers, uh, multiple tight ends. I'm still concerned about up front, especially now with Alaric Jackson and uh, and Tristan Wolf suspended for the opener. I think that's going to be uh, uh, you know a huge problem for them. Uh, but other than that, I was uh, on that side of the ball. I thought it was everything was good. Now uh, defensively, I thought the defensive line was was interesting. I like. I like a couple of the true freshmen. Um, you know, Tyler Linderbaum shot in there in the second unit, and you know he fits the part. He's two seventy. He's physical. He's athletic. You know, and I'm like, wow, this guy just came off the stolen baseball team to, you know, to come in here and play some reps. But Julius Brent's on the outside, a cornerback. He's a second teamer now, and just his eighth practice. Uh, you know, but really long arms and athletic, and he looks to me like, uh, you know, I wouldn't. It wouldn't rule out him starting at some point this year. And, you know, and finally, the guy that kind of surprised us all was that outside linebacker, Seth Benson. Now, they've had a few injuries. Uh, Barry Wade barely played that on Saturday. But, uh, but to see a true freshman out there and within the second unit playing outside linebacker, I thought was, was interesting. So I think they've got some strides, some ways to go on defense. But um, by and large, I, I didn't think they were a bad practice. And I think, uh, you know, I, I thought both the, the front line and the secondary looked pretty good. 
I do want to get to Tyrone Tracy, so please don't let me forget to do that because apparently he's a guy that caused a little buzz too. But before I forgot, Doc, I want to go back to Friday. Uh, it was a talker here with Trent and I, um, you know, how I was going to handle media today with the guys that, uh, you know, ran afoul of the of the rules. Uh, the two offensive linemen you spoke about earlier, of course, Reef being one of them with his indiscretion. And, you know, I, I, I really think that in maybe, I, mean, I don't know how recently, but five, ten years ago, those guys wouldn't have been put out there. Um, yet there they were on, on Friday, and they weren't hiding them in any way. They were available to speak. They all spoke about, you know, how they uh, felt that they let their teammates run, the lesson that they've learned from it. I thought that that was something that um, maybe we wouldn't have seen in the Pascot document, and I found it uh, very refreshing that those guys were available uh, to answer the media's question. I did, too. I wondered if they would be available or not because, uh, you know, we kind of walk in, all right, are you going to see Tristan Wirth? Are you going to see Alec Jackson, uh, you know, and Cedric Lattimore? And, and Brady yet, Reef, there yeah. they were. Yeah, and Brady Reef. And, and so I thought it was impressive that they were there, made to answer those questions. I think it's a good thing, though. I mean, it, I never, uh, I think, you know, be accountable for your actions to the public. But, you know, this is a one day where you can get it all out of the way and get it get it over with unless there's something else that comes up. So, I mean, we're not going to have to ask Tristan again, you know, at you know after every game, you know, okay, so how do you feel after that really dumb incident? Or same thing with Brady Reef. I mean, it's all over. It's shaken out. You know, maybe there might be one more time if you're writing a big feature on the guy. And But other than that, I think that's a smart thing to do. Um, they have to own it. Uh, they have to, you know, they, they let their teammates down in some way. So I think being accountable is, is always good, um, it, it, you know, in college sports. And I think what we've seen in places like, you know, just recently in Maryland and others, mm-hmm. that any kind of accountability is, is important for college athletics. And, and Iowa doesn't open the curtain very often. But I think in this case, uh, kudos to them for doing so. I'm with you. Tell me about Tyrone Tracy. Did you notice him at all? Seemingly Twitter did. Uh, didn't didn't do a whole lot on Saturday. He was more in the third team unit. Um, you know, I was kind of intrigued because he seemed to be so positive with you know everything. He, when I talked to him face to face in Indianapolis in May, um, seemed to really be a slot guy. Kelton Copeland was uh, was excited about him. Told me on on Friday, you know, hey, this is a guy who always texts me, calls me. Hey, what, I'm done with this workout. Can I do this one? Can I do that one? But yet on the field on Saturday is it kind of a third team? Or yeah, he you know he made a few plays, but you know he's got a long way to go. It seems to to really enter that conversation. Now he might be able to. I mean, you know, he's got really good athletic ability. So if uh, you know, right now there are four guys at wide receiver. They usually play five to six. You never know with the growth pattern. And now with the the redshirt rule, um, you know they could give him a shot. So uh, you know I, I think he's got enough ability to help this team. We just didn't see much of it on Saturday, and, and it's going to probably take some time before he does make the field. Doc, we uh, well, the old adage is the favorite guy on campus is the backup quarterback. Probably not going to be the case this year, <laughs> but tell us what you saw out of Spencer Petrus, the true freshman, and Peyton Mansell, the uh, redshirt freshman, those two guys competing for the backup quarterback spot. I didn't see enough of either one of them to make me go, you know what, this, this guy is going to be the guy after Stanley. Mm-hmm. And that's not unusual because I think every couple of years it's kind of the same way. You know, Stanley stood out a couple of years ago, but but really, you know, I remember when uh, Jake Rudock and C.J. Beathard are throwing after James Vandenberg, and I'm going, 
eh, oh well, <laughs> they don't really look too good. I would say uh, both of them have different traits. Spencer Petras's arm is obviously his strength. He can throw it anywhere on the field, and he likes to. And then, and Peyton Man- Manziel has a little bit more quickness to him. I mean, I think he's a more of a running threat. And uh, but you know he's pretty accurate, so I, I wouldn't say either one of them came up with a bad performance. But you know a lot of that could change very quickly. I remember in 2016, going into the season, there was no bigger figure over here than C.J. Beathard. Uh, by midseason, because of the lack of offensive playmakers, people wanted him benched, and I couldn't believe it. And, uh, you know, so I would say uh, you know one of these <laughs> one of these guys will get you know become a favorite on Twitter probably. You know, Petrus, if it's a, an arm issue or, or Manzo, if they feel like they need a running quarterback. But I think both of them are quite a ways down there. And if something happens to Stanley, I think they're in real trouble. Good stuff, to, uh, Scott Dockerman. We will uh, talk to you in a week's time. Thank you, Doc. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate having you on. Scott Dockerman of The Athletic. Uh, theathletic.com, subscription-based website covering every single one of the sports and doing a terrific job of it, uh, both Trent and I, unpaid spokespeople. Yes, yes. But we do pay to read the site and are more than happy to do so. Fair? I, I, very fair, very yeah. fair. And, and uh, I really enjoyed that article on Iowa State. It was a lot deeper dive than I anticipated. Got I, Hickory Park in there in the yes. very first paragraph. Well, you know, that expense report, <laughs> right. lunch isn't going to pay for itself. That's a great point. That's a good way to do things. Right, get it over with. Doc's been a pro. He's been at this for a long time. You know how to do that and do that well. And uh, a stop at Hickory Park at Ames is always a must-do. But I thought he put it well in a lot of different ways and some of the difficult natures of the past of Iowa State. It does feel different there, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. No question. Just this isn't a one-year blip. This is the building of a program. This Mm -hmm. is a building of the future. And even small picture, if they're six, seven wins this season— doesn't feel like, well, we missed our window, you know? Right. No, I, I agree with you. I, I don't think that last year's eight-win season is, is going to be something we look back four years from now. Remember back in 2017, mm-hmm. why couldn't have they had stayed at that level? Those, those days are over. And, Docs, I mean, look, for three, uh, 2013, three and nine, followed by two and ten, three and nine, three and nine. Then you get the eight and five, and despite that, you're still putting those people in the stands, Trent. Right. It's amazing. That fan base... They deserve this. Mm-hmm. They absolutely do. They paid their dues over and over and over again. Saw a lot of bad football. Yeah, unfortunately they did. No doubt about it. All right, you and Jimmy B today will be on from 4 until 6. Um, what are you going to talk about? I mean, there's so much. What, there what is. A weekend. There is. We're, we're going to have more on the Hawkeye side of things. Tom Kakert's going to join us early in the program. we got some NFL to get in today with the sporting news' Tad Haslip. He'll be by Brandon Porath from the uh, SB Nation golf writer over there. He's going to join us. His recap of the PGA Championship and a whole lot more. Two hours? It's not enough. No, it flies right by, especially when you have a weekend like that. I mm-hmm. mean, I didn't think, uh, I, I certainly didn't think Bodie would complete the weekend like he did after. <laughs> I mean, I was satisfied. I'd have, I was fulfilled sports wise with just watching the PGA. Yes. And then to get that later on in the night, we were, we were treated to a wonderful, wonderful day. Uh, if you're a fan of sports, we had that yesterday. It was, um, it was just tremendous, Trent. Was, uh, about as good of an August yeah. weekend as you can have. Yeah, yeah. Probably. Without foot, without real foot, but. We had plenty of preseason football. Mm-hmm. It was our first chance to get a look at a lot of different mm-hmm. teams. Our teams are practicing against each other this week. Are you aware they of that? They are. Yeah. And Allen Robinson is going to be going through those workouts. Is he? Against the Bron- uh, Broncos. Not sure if he's going to play in the game, but he is going to play in the live scrimmages, the two that they have set up with the Broncos out there. 
Well, uh, a lot of football this week. A week from tonight, we have our first Monday night game, and, and it's it's um, it's Andrew Luck. So I'm, you know, that's one that I want. Yes. I want to see if you you see a difference with him. So we'll get our first look at that. Uh, baseball wise tonight, not a great night, Trent. No, I can't. I mean, I looked. I uh, Mets Yankees. Yeah. Who's eh. pitching for the Mets? Let me look. Uh, Degrom. That, oh, okay. Against well, Severino. So that makes it good. Not bad at all. Uh, Cleveland, Cincinnati's not awful. Washington, St. Louis. St. Louis almost feels like they've got to get on a bit of a run here. They're starting to heat up. Seattle, Oakland is good. Yes. Uh, I mean, that that's a massive series going on. And the on. Astros going the wrong way all of a sudden. It's crazy that they are, right? But they certainly are. I'm telling you, it's karma. It's Osuna. Yeah, very it's well. karma. Don't look now. You mentioned the Cardinals. Just two and a half back of a wild card spot. Uh, that, you know what? That race in the National League. I mean, there's a lot of races in the National League. Mm-hmm. As bad as is one side, lopsided. Well, you mentioned the Astros are kind of letting everybody back into it. But certainly the Central Division with Cleveland and Boston. What are they? What, what's their record? Do you have it in front of you? I do. 86 and 30 what? 85 and 35. That's crazy. 85. They're playing at a 708 win percentage. They're doing it 140 games into the season. Yeah, I know. Uh, unbelievable. You and Jimmy B, this afternoon from 4 until 6. The Ken Miller Show reserve, returns tomorrow. By the way, all of our guests appear on the Dr. Stephen Fuller. Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline, 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines, 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. If you miss Matt Rudy from Golf Digest, if you miss Zubin Mahente from ESPN, Mitch Holtis or Scott Darkerman, you want to listen to any of that again, you can go to KenMillerShow.com, click the podcast link, and there they will be. Until tomorrow at noon, have a great day. Jimmy B and TC this afternoon from 4 until 6. Enjoy the rest of your day, everybody, right here on 1700 KBGG. The Kansas City Chiefs play here. 1700 KBGG. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu. Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu. Made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's. Merle Hay Road. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty is a full-service residential realtor serving all of Central Iowa. She specializes in new construction, relocation, acreages, single-family, and condo townhouse sales. Stephanie Goodhue, a buyer's agent and a seller's agent, along with a member of the National Association of Realtors and the Des Moines Area Association of Realtors. Let Stephanie provide a free market analysis if you're considering selling your home. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty. She will lead you home.
Since 1980, Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins has been Central Iowa's trusted local source for precious metals, rare coins, currency, and estate jewelry. Christopher's can help you invest in gold or silver and start or sell a coin collection. If you're looking for top value on family heirlooms, diamond and precious gem jewelry, or luxury watches, Christopher's trained staff will provide the information you need to sell with confidence. Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins, south of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at Christopher'sRareCoins.com. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. Hey golfers, Golf Headquarters 2900 University Clock Tower Square, West Des Moines is having its annual August $500,000 liquidation sale. Golf Headquarters needs room for the new fall merchandise. Title is Pro V1 Reloads, $18.88 a dozen. Cobra Max T Driver, $199.99. Odyssey Pro Putter on Special for $99.99. Golf Headquarters Golf Clothing, all on sale, 20 to 60% off. Golf bags starting at $69.99. Callaway X Irons now $398. Golf Headquarters August Blowout starts now in stock only. But Joy Superlight Golf Shoe on closeout for $58. Callaway Heavenwood $139.99. Tailor-made golf balls only $14.99 a dozen. Don't forget that Golf Headquarters does launch monitor club fitting and it's free with purchase. Check out their five-star Google fitting reviews. Golf Headquarters 2900 University Clock Tower Square half a million dollar August blowout starts now in stock only. Come early and get the best selection of closeout merchandise. Golf Headquarters August blowout starts now. Call 255-4433 for a fitting time looks like we have another contestant for russian roofer roulette place your bet choose from unmet expectations we overpromise and under deliver or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils let's log on to google and play i'm ryan johnson owner of right roofing before you play russian roofer roulette give us a call Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100 Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. 